actually comrades is very very difficult so especially in the road running the ultra scene is huge we have a saying here in south africa okay south africa is the home of ultra running because a marathon is just a training run okay <laughs> very nice Marathon's just a training run welcome to the gotta run racing podcast with your hosts norman and jody discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners and they're off hey there hey how's it going <laughs> it's going Leaves are turning. The dark days of fall are upon us. Wow, this is. Why do we forget about this every year? The no, feeling. I, I don't. Uh, I don't forget. I. Uh, <laughs> I just drink more. Yeah, there is that. <laughs> but seriously, it's such a slog. Slog. Ah. Oh, anyways. That's why we have our virtual runs. <laughs> keep us going. And speaking of virtual runs, we're in a new month, which means we have a new territory actually for we run the north we are in the yukon wow and it is the kulani kulani national park which is stunning yeah stunning and at this time of year do they get more daylight what happens this time of year there i think it gets less daylight in the summer they get the most daylight okay yeah yeah got yeah. It. yeah it's reversed yeah. Yeah, so we're not going there in the winter. Okay, got it. We're going in the summer, okay. for sure. Very good. And who have we got on the podcast today? I'm so excited for this one. Michael Obery? Yes, Michael Obery. From South Africa. From South Africa, our first South African. Yeah, This is what I love about this podcast, is the fact we can talk to anybody around the world. That's right. When I told my mom today, who are you talking to today? I said, we're talking to a runner that we met at our race in Cappadocia from South Africa. South Africa. She said, isn't that amazing that your voice can carry that far? <laughs> I said, not only that, but we're going to be chatting on video. Yes. Yeah. It is amazing when you think about it. She's 89. So for her, you know, it's hard to wrap her hand around it. So who is Michael? Tell me about Michael. Well, we met Mike and Kelly, his fiance, when we were standing in the airport in Istanbul, ready to get on our connecting flight. Yep. And he saw your Hoka backpack featuring Western States. And he was just, he, his eyes went, <laughs> <laughs> And we struck up a conversation. And then, of course, um, the race town was pretty small. So we ran into Kept them. Kept running into each other. A couple more times. Yeah. And even on the race course, we ran into Kelly. Yeah. Thought we got to get this guy on because he had great energy. Right. Great energy. And you just know he has a story. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm excited def to definitely, yeah. find out. So that's it. That's who we're going to talk to today. Yeah. Well, let's get to it. Here's Michael. How's it going, guys? Good. How are you? Yeah. I can't complain. Thank you. Thanks I for like having me on your shirt. show. I like your shirt. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been taking it off since uh, since Cap Cappadocia. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like yours too. Looks good. <laughs> Thanks for joining us so late. It's 10 o'clock, right? Yeah, and I've been up early, so uh, otherwise it's all been it's been good. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's ten o'clock. I'm tired, but uh, you know what? Uh, what a friend's for, right? <laughs> thanks for having me on the show. It's actually my first podcast, so I wear. Thanks. Awesome. Well, we're thrilled yeah. to have you, and congratulations on your recent success at Cappadocia Ultra Trail. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was a it was a good one. I'm very very happy with the result and um, yeah the outcome and just how the way the entire race unfolded. It, it was tough, but I'm sure you got many questions. You're going to ask me about that later, so I won't spoil anything now. <laughs> well, that's amazing. How was your tail? Before we get into mining, how was your how was your done? We haven't spoken since since you guys uh, obviously finished, and you guys didn't stick it down to see me finish, which I was very really upset about. But how how did it go for you guys? <laughs> It was great. We had a, it was a great way to see the countryside. We, yeah. it was a, a run hike for us because we stopped to take pictures. I and saw, we, I saw. Yeah, we, and we, some parts of the race, we were seeing people running on top of mesas, which is probably you. And we're like, <laughs> oh, please, let's not go there. I don't want to go there. And then we just kind of turned off. Yes. <laughs> I saw that, that sign. There was a one sign where it was like the uh, CUT and the uh, CMT that way to the left. And then you guys to the right. And I'm like, because I know where that turn goes. And I want to go that way. I, I want to go with them. <laughs> That's right. So true. It's yeah. so true. <laughs> oh, no. Brilliant. Brilliant. 
I had sprained my ankle in September, so I I wasn't in any condition to really push. But it was okay because we were just really enjoying the scenery and enjoying being with the other competitors because yeah. it's it's a very different mindset, I think, or because we were more like middle back of the pack. I like observing how other people attack a race. Okay. You know, and it, it a lot of people were just there to participate. Yeah. Yes. Which I I enjoy seeing that and I, I loved that how many women were in that race. Hundred percent. Because I didn't 100%. expect that. I didn't expect there to be so many Turkish females. You guys had almost eight hundred competitors in your days, isn't it? There's it a thousand, thousand actually, I yeah. think. A, a thousand. thousand. Yeah. <laughs> That's a ton of people. Can you imagine? Man. And, how, and yeah. how fast the single track comes in the first kilometers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not gonna, I, I, for some reason, I got seated right at the back. And I, I actually got a little bit frustrated trying to get onto the single, when, while we were on the single track. And I knew that if I'm going to burn matches now trying to get past all these people, I've got like another 110 kilometers to go. I'm just going to chill. Because there's yes. no point in me trying to to break through this and trying to weave my way through. And it's, it's going to burn me out. So yeah, because that you, you, you're right. That, that the first uh, single track comes like within the first K and, and it's climbing. So everybody's bloody walking. I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, let's go back to the very beginning, Mike. Do you prefer Mike or Michael? Mike. Mike is better here. Yeah. Mike. Okay. Well, Excuse first, you, welcome so. to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to Canada. I'm wearing my Canadian hat for you. <laughs> awesome. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was telling again the other day that my, I got family in, um, in in Canada, which is very close to you guys. So yeah, I got. It. I'm not gonna lie. Actually, my first rugby jersey was a Canadian rugby jersey. Just an FYI. So, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I grew up supporting. I don't even watch ice hockey, but I know um, I know the Toronto team. The uh, oh man, what's it called now? The beliefs. Yes, maybe, and the Blue Jays. I don't even watch the. I don't watch baseball either. But like, I got a. I had a Blue Jays T-shirt. There's actually a photo of me running around as like a five-year-old or six-year-old in a Blue Jays T-shirt. So yeah, I was consider that, myself Canadian. Was <laughs> that your relative sending you that? Yeah, yeah. My 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 mom's sister, my aunt is actually my godmother. So she would every year she would send me just a whole lot of stuff from Canada. So, Aw, yeah. that's Very so good. awesome. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go back to the very beginning. When and why or how did you start running? So I started running seven years ago, roughly give or take. My brother was actually, well, okay, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Back in high school, I was actually a sprinter. I was a, I was a 400 meter track runner. And um, after high school, I stopped running and I went to go work and stuff like that. I was actually I was actually addicted to drugs at one stage of my lifetime. Yeah, I ended up in hospital, and I've always been addicted. Well, obviously after that stage, I've been a recovering addict. Nonetheless, about seven years ago, I diagnosed with depression and anxiety, etc. I hated the way that medication number one was making me feel. It was just like made me feel on edge, made me feel like I was doing drugs again. Yeah. And my brother was a runner. He used to do long distance endurance running. I'm sure you've heard of Two Oceans, the Two Oceans Marathon. Yep. Yes. So he was doing the half marathon. Uh, he was doing the half marathon, and I went to go support him one year, and I had severe FOMO. Like, oh, like actually, you know what? I'm gonna try this. I'm gonna. I was never long distance. I mean, my coach in high school when I was running track used to make me do like three kilometer runs, and I used to be like, no, this is a type of bullshit. I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sprinter for a reason. Uh, nonetheless, I, I, I uh, the very next day, I went out and I went on to uh, our promenade, our Seapoint promenade. It's a beautiful little beachy area. And I went to go down there and I could hardly do 4Ks, but I continued. And I, I just I just steamed it all from there. And that's basically how it started. And I obviously, I, start, well, I started with road running. Uh, mm -hmm. Back in, here in South Africa, we have a large road running community. So yeah, so that, that's how I got into it. And I ran my first 21 kilometer days after like, six months of self-training and uh, obviously it's 10 k's and then when i did my first 10 k i think i landed in sub 50 minutes and people were like oh that's really good and i'm like oh, okay cool what do i know um <laughs> so yeah and then i i i just it steamed all from me um i wanted to see how far i could go after two years i ran my first marathon and then uh off my first marathon well if i can do 42 i can do oceans and i signed up for ocean two oceans 56 that was my first altitude okay uh, nice. yeah and then from there 
I think the Ultra bug, but I, I, I enjoyed running Ultra, doing Ultras more than I enjoyed marathon distance. My mar actually, if, if you look at my marathon times, I was struggling to, to, to break the 330 mark. But if I ran an Ultra, I could run a 318, 315 in an Ultra, wow. but I could never, every single marathon that I tried to sign, that I had to sign up, I could not, cannot still break the 330 mark. But give me an Ultra and I'll smash a 315 for easy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously, you know, like a South African, a South African road runner's right to passage is comrades. So, you know, so it's, you can't, you can't call yourself a South African road run, ultra run unless you do comrades. Obviously, doing the 56, I signed up for, for, um, for comrades, which is the next year, 2018. And yeah, and then I, I managed to do my back to back there. But in that time, I discovered sail running as well. Um, that was my first altar. And then, so that was the 56. And in that same year, we have a run called um, Puffer, which is an 80 kilometer trail run, but it's, um, it's a hybrid. So it's road and trail. The first 40 cases road and the, and the second 40 cases trail running. And that's mm -hmm. from Cape Point Lighthouse to Greenpoint Lighthouse here in South Africa. Cape Point is basically like, um, it's where the two oceans meet in South Africa, the Atlantic and the, so it's from that lighthouse all the way over. So it's, it's, it's quite a distance and it's, it's, it's a hell of a run. I think it's about three and a half thousand verts. And I got signed up the week before. One of my friends phoned me is like, listen, do you feel like running Puffer? And I'm like, how the hell? He's like, dude, you've run, you've run oceans. You can do this. I'm like, sure. Okay. Why not? I came in crawling. I was crying. I was like, this is absolute, this is bullshit. I don't want to do this again. But the next day, <laughs> The next day I had running amnesia. I'm like, cool, I'm running Puffer again next year. And I'm, I've never missed it. I've never missed it, uh, that, that race again. The, yeah. So then the following year I ran, uh, Comrades. I actually had an asthma attack on, on the route at about 30 Ks. Yeah. And they wanted me to take me out the days and I was like, not a damn chance. And I, I just carried on walking. I found an asthma pump eventually and I took that and I just walked and, and eventually I started running and it was just, it was, it was hectic. Uh, but I've got to the end and it's all I wanted to do. And it's like, okay, cool. I'm fine. Um, it was a hearted experience. I was like, actually comrades is very, very difficult. And, um, so for everybody that doesn't know about comrades, it's an 80 kilometer road race that goes from sea to inland one year and from inland to sea the next year. Is that how it works? Correct. Yeah, um, it's it's ninety k's. Um, oh, one year is eighty nine, and the next year is ninety two. So the the down run, which is Peter Maddersburg to Durban, it's uh, ninety two k's, and then the up run is eighty nine. And they like run, and obviously down is because it's inland to sea, and up is obviously sea to inland. But there's no difference in the elevation. Let me tell you this much now. Don't be fooled because they say it's an up run or they say it's a down run. It is you are running uphill. It's <laughs> Comrades is just up and down. There's no flat running sections. It's up and down all the way. And you did back to back. So you know. I did. I did. I did. Yeah, exactly. Funny enough, and I, the next year I went back for, um, for, for, my, for my back to back and it was the up run, um, which is 89. And then I took an hour of my time from the year before, which I was pretty, wow. pretty stoked about. So, yeah. And I got, wow. I got the border Owen, um, which is the sub nine hours. So yeah, happy days. So you did an hour off your time, supposedly going up. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then throughout this time, obviously, as I said, I discovered trail running and um, a, a big passion for it. Like, a, oh man, it's like a trail running just blew my mind. It was, it was absolutely just phenomenal. I just loved being out there for hours and hours and hours. And then I signed up, started signing up for the Alta Tail Cape Town. And I did the 65 kilometer first. Okay, well, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get we'll there. Get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, we got some questions here. <laughs> I'm jumping. I'm jumping. I'm so sorry. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Before we talk about Kappa, there are yeah. some other races that you've done that we like to talk about. One being. Yeah. I, don't even, I have more questions. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Are we all jumping the gun here? Okay. Yes, we got to go in order. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. So number one, where where do you live right now, Mike? I'm in Cape Town, uh, Cape Town, South Africa. And how close are you to good trails? So from my doorstep, my, the closest trailhead is 1.2 kilometers away. Sweet, that's awesome. That's onto Table Mountain. Onto Table Mountain. Oh, onto wow. Table Mountain. I live at the foot of Table Mountain. I'm very, very blessed. Yeah, so, we're yeah. going to visit him. See, <laughs> I have no idea what yeah, you're talking about. I'll, I'll, I'll get there when I get there. You'll know Table we have a Mountain place for you to stay. It. So, boom, sorted. <laughs> now, what's the ultra scene like in South Africa? Because I feel like it's on an upward turn based on what I'm seeing online and through Coach Perry, who I use. 
So yeah. what's it like? So especially in the road running, the Alta scene is huge. We have a saying here in South Africa, okay? South Africa is the home of Alta running because a marathon is just a training run, okay? Understood. <laughs> Very nice. Marathon is just a training run. It is huge. I mean, Comrades attracts 14,000 runners every single year, of wow. which about 90% of that is, is South African. Obviously, Oceans brings people from all around the world. There's no doubt about it. And we have another um, Alta marathon um, called Omidam, and that's that's the triple threat. I mean, Gerdestein, um, they all go for that triple threat and try to, try to win it. I think Caroline Wasterman has done it once. But yeah, so the, the especially in the road running, it's, it's always been around uh, for decades and decades and decades. But Alta trail running is very much on the rise. So far, I, I know that last year we had this area called um, in the Western Cape called George, and they've just launched their new 100 kilometer, which was last year. Beautiful, beautiful mountain range. Um, we have the Maxi Trail Race, um, which has been around for the last three years now. They have a 120 kilometer and a 75 kilometer wow. race. And our 100 milers, there's just new ones popping up. Last year, I ran my first 100 mile a year, and it's growing. It's growing every single year, more participants and the, the field as well. UTCT, obviously, that is South Africa's flagship trail run. Yeah. We've had some amazing, amazing runners. Last year, Courtney, as well as Jim, were here, both winning, the, both winning it. Ryan Sands runs it every year. Obviously, Ryan Sands is our most decorated trail athlete. Well, our Canadian <laughs> female came in second place. Marion Hogan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it was amazing watching her run. I didn't run the race last year, so I could actually see all of this unfold. And it's just some really phenomenal athletes. This year, we have the godfather himself coming down, Anton Kapitska. You know, wow. so I mean, it's, yeah. And it's our first 100 mile a year on Table Mountain this year. So, oh, wow. um, really, really exciting stuff. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wow. Let's talk about one other race that you did. I from what I found out was the Karklof 100? Kar Kar yeah, Karklof 100 miler. Um, because was they, my... it was inspired by Leadville 100 from what yeah. I read online. So what, what is that about? So um, funny enough, it's inspired by Leadville. And then the same people that make the, uh, the Leadville um, buckles makes the Karklof buckles for oh. the finishers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's very runnable. Um, and I know that you, you when, I, when I told you this at the airport, so when I said runnable, you looked at me like, what are you talking about? So it's a lot of single track and it's free flowing running. <laughs> That's what we call runnable. <laughs> and the reason why we said it is because our tails are super technical and it's not like it's manicured tails. It's, our tails are, yeah, are very, very technical running and our mountain is extremely rough. Our shoes, I mean, our, our mountain chows our shoes, like, like there's no tomato. Um, <laughs> but if you go up to Cardcliffe in the KZN area, Durban area, it is free-flowing single track for miles, for 100 miles. It is just, um, it's like running back-to-back -back comrades on trail. You're just running and running and running and running. And you're going through beautiful pine forests um, because we have this um, this paper company in South Africa called Sappy. I don't know if you guys know about this, but the Sappy uh, forests are there. So it's just hectares and hectares of these of these beautiful pine forests. And you're just running through. And it's actually, these trails are, are, are manicured for mountain bikers, single track miles. So you're just running down and switchbacks galore and soft, beautiful, flowing trails. And you're going through rivers, hardly any massive climbs. I think there's only one big climb. But the only, the only thing about that is it's an out and back course. So you go out and you obviously switch back and come back the same way. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a double climb. And that's what, like what month is that race? September, I think it ends September. Yeah. So what's oh, the, yeah. what's the temperature like there in September? It's pretty hot because KZN has a completely different um, climate to the rest of South Africa. I mean, it's, oh. it's humid, it's super hot, and then at night it's super cold. Yeah, I mean, Comrades is in is in June, which is South Africa's winter, mm -hmm. but people people have to do heat training for for comrades because it gets really really hot on, on on comrades and that's in june the rest of south africa has got thunderstorms and it's and it's pissing down with rain except for for durban no no there's just a sun all the time so um <laughs> yeah it's, it's it was pretty hot um especially on on Karkloof last year uh or was it last year yes last year uh, that was during the day i mean but then at night it was it was super cold so it's yeah it was quite hectic but it's, but it's a really really beautiful race so how did how did you do during this race? Um, yeah, I came ninth, which I was pretty pretty happy about. I did not expect it, and I played a, um, a, a 
actually it's been the story of my running career for the last year and i've played a good game of pac-man pac-man <laughs> you know just starting at the back and just chowing hunting down um but, it was, but it's unintentional racing like i wasn't i was i was just going there because i'm racing the clock and it was nice at the end of it like things came together during the race like i went through a really, really dark place like um, at about two o'clock in the morning because you start the race at seven o'clock at night and it's dark it's super super dark from about kilometer 35 after the second aid station i took a wrong turn and i was climbing for about a kilometer in the wrong direction mm. and then i realized i actually haven't seen a a um a marker so i turned back mm. and i ran down and then i saw the little danger tape I was like, I missed it. <laughs> and it's been such a negative mode, like negative, like going to that dark space. I was like, oh my word, here we go. And I just started grinding. I was like, okay, cool. Let me get to the next age station. I got there. I sat there. I was like, oh man, this is going to be so long. It's two o'clock in the morning. Oh, but it's now four o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, oh my word. Okay. And then as I left that age station, I had a little bit of soup or whatever. And I pulled it in the bush for a little tinkle. And uh, <laughs> as I came out, as one does, as one alternate does, I pulled up and I just started running. And actually at the time, I'll never forget Linkin Park crawling when my skin was playing in my earphones. And I just started drumming. I was drumming. I was singing. And I looked down at my watch and I'm like, why are you running five minutes a day? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Shut the hell up, Mike. Just shut the hell up and ride it. And I rode this wave for about six hours. And I went from kilometer 50 to about kilometer 98, just nice. riding this thing and going through the aid stations and singing. And it was, it was really, really cool. I mean, I got to like the, the turnaround point. Um, and I, I was speaking to my coach and my, and my fiance at the, um, at the time when we were, we were chatting there. They were like, calm down. You just calm down. You've got another 60Ks to go. <laughs> no, I'm going to die this. And then five minutes later, everything just came crashing down. I was like, the <laughs> I was like, where's the painkillers? I need painkillers right now. <laughs> and then, yeah, but by that time, I was like hunting people down. And that was like, a, that, that was fun. And I, and I, did, I had no idea what position I was in. And then I got to, so the worst part about Cardcliffe last year, and I think they actually changed the course this year, is that you get to a kilometer 144 at the finish line. That's kilometer 144. Oh, no. And you have to do a 16 kilometer loop. No. That hurts. Oh, that's terrible. I was just like, are you actually kidding me right now? <laughs> Nonetheless, got through it. Yeah, and then they were like, you're ninth place. And I managed to sneak in for um, a sub 24. So I got a silver buckle. So I was very, nice. very stoked. Very good. Very that's stoked. Awesome. Yeah. Is that a ticket race? No, it's not. So we have, um, we don't have any tickets. No, sorry. Yes, it is a ticket. For Western States, it is a qualifier. You are right. And then obviously UTCT was our other second, is our second one. And we have Skydun, which is now in November, which is our third. So we have three. Oh, nice. Three tickets Good. in South Africa. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay, wow. Let's talk about another popular race, <laughs> which is the Ultra Trail Cape Town. That, what they do online for the live feed, very professional stuff. It's like UTMB quality. So I'm very happy to see it live every year. It's really, really cool. Um, last year, they actually had runners, um, some of our top runners following Jim and, and Courtney running behind them, which was amazing to watch them for because we've never had that type of coverage before, even yeah. as South Africans. So to see that was fantastic. Uh, and just to see how they actually grind through 100 kilometers, which is it's just mad. It's, it's, I'm just blown away by just... The magnificence of their dining and their capabilities but yes the uh, the, the race organizer Stu has done a phenomenal job over the years of of evolving the race and taking to the next level every year and i think even this year it's just like how much how much better can this race actually even get you know mm -hmm. what more can they do and then they, they actually blow us away so kudos to them like for for getting with the point where they actually that's it's European quality, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's I would I would even say that's our local broadcast here. Nah, it doesn't even come close to the, the YouTube stuff that they are doing on their on their channel. And it's it's really great to see. It's great for our trail community because it's actually bringing more people to our trails. Being a person from South Africa, obviously we have a really sketchy pass with the apartheid and stuff like that so people don't have the opportunities to get onto the trail and trail running is expensive but they are able to see this we're able to take these to the the, the clubs that are in the in the townships or, or in the in 
in impoverished communities and they see this and they're like cool we want to get involved we really want to like bring them to the and that's what's really nice yeah mm. yeah can yeah. you describe the trail can you describe what it's what it's mixed up with hey guys if you like what you're hearing so far give us a like and follow our social media facebook instagram youtube you can find all that at gotterunracing.com have you checked out our virtual series yet we Run the North, celebrating Canada's national parks, features a total of 13 10-kilometer challenges, one for each province and territory. How many national parks can you name? Well, there's Algonquin, and then there's Banff, and then that's it? Anyways, medals that connect, license plate-style bibs, and cool swag can be yours. Visit GottaRunRacing.com for more details. Now, back to the show. Yeah, so it is quite a bit of, it's, it's extremely technical. It's low. So I've done the 100K, um, I've finished it once. The first part is around Signal Hill and Lion's Head, and that is pretty, uh, it's like a single track, and then it jumps onto a little bit of Jeep track up the mountain and then back down for a little bit of technical trail. Um, and when I say technical, as I said, our mountains are very rugged, quite rugged, so it's I say like, walking over this like really technical part and rocky and ankle breakers you know mm. like you got to watch your step and then you drop down through the bushes and you come back around um and then you hit your first climb you come into a forest in camp spay and then you start your climb up to to plat top of plateau clip which is mcclair's beacon and that's at 1086 meters mm. uh, but that's from sea level all the way up but it's okay. it's our biggest it's your biggest climb of the day and it's steep. It's a really steep, rugged climb, but it's a, and that lasts for about two kilometers. Mm -hmm. Then you hit the, the the top of Table Mountain. You're done straight across, which is about three k's, and you do a loop back down through this beautiful little like um, with wooden wooden slats, little bridges that go mm -hmm. through the um, Valley of the Red Gods. And the Red Gods is basically our our province's national flower. It's a red geyser. Absolutely, it's really really stunning. Um, at that point of time, uh, or the, that time of the year. And then there's some more technical trail, um, very, very rocky, and it's very undulating. Um, and you do quite a little bit of scrambling on top of, of Table Mounts before mm. you drop down um, into Constantia. They've changed the route this year. So you actually, you'd normally drop down into Constantia, which is like this big concrete Jeep track for about three or four Ks down. Mm. But they've now gone across the spine of, 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 um, of Table Mountain, which goes past the Twelve Apostles through to Hot Bay, oh, and that's wow. extremely rocky. Yeah, it's extremely rocky, extremely technical. But if you can find a good rhythm, you can get through it like really, 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 really quickly. And then you drop down a very technical descent, like it is absolutely technical um, down in Dardano Ravine. Got a little bit of staples, you're scrambling. Um, it's got these big steps that if you if you if you, it's very easy to twist your ankle, like mm. extremely, extremely easy. <laughs> this is Johnny's perfect race. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll love it. <laughs> you'll, you'll clean it. Um, and then you drop down onto, onto the Dudno beach and you cross the beachfront. Um, and there's some big boulders that you need to jump over across. Um, wow. Yeah. It's very yeah. technical. It, it's, it's got everything. Um, and then you uh, climb up to the top of Southern Peak, which is, um, which is a hell of a climb. Um, they changed the starting time of the UTCT this to 7 o'clock in the morning, but it used to start at 4 o'clock. Mm. And when it started at 4 o'clock, you would normally get this brutal climb, which has three full summits okay, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And UTCT is renowned for having a blisteringly hot day. It is, it's like it can rain for 364 days of the year, <laughs> and then UTCT will come, and it'll be like, no, 42 degrees. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's always hot in UTCT, guys. And you what month is that then? It's December. December. Oh, December. Okay. Yeah, it's right, yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's coming up. So, yeah, it's coming up. It's coming yeah. up. So it's a month away. Yeah, and then you, you cross that Southern Peak. You drop back down. It's, uh, Southern Peaks are nice. That, that descent, is, again, is Jeep track. So it's quick flowy down all the way into Hout Bay Harbor. And it's a nice aid station. There's like a, it's a big aid station. And then you cross Hout Bay Beach. And then you got this technical climb that goes all the way up to Constantiaburg and then across over to another place called Fluckenburg. And that's all, again, super rocky, super technical. Okay? <laughs> it's all the way up. You know what? You're I'm really selling it. Yeah. Uh, super rocky, super technical. And, and that is the, that's our trails for you guys. How, how's the view? Do you get to see the ocean at least? <laughs> you see everything. 
it's a 365 uh, view degree view um, 380 degree view or 360 view of everything <laughs> you see you see ocean you see mountain you see wine farms and i'm not, like guys i'm telling you now i'm not being biased here. it is one of the most beautiful places you will ever done in your entire life you thought cappadocia was beautiful cape town is you just see Altitel Cape Town is stunning. Like it is, it takes my breath away every time I go up onto Table Mountain. And I'm I'm not talking a word of shit to you guys. It's, <laughs> I love being up there. I look over the view. I look at my city, and I think I'm actually really just lucky to live here. It's it's yeah. really really stunning. You, uh, yeah. I'm, <laughs> ah, nonetheless. So going back onto the, the route through some wine farms, you climb up into Newlands Forest, which is nice and shaded. You smash a contour path. That's about your fastest section of the day. And then you drop back down and up onto the blockhouse and then through to the finish. And that's your 100 kilometer done. That sounds incredible. And you did it in 2019. I did. I finished it in 2019. I made it. Uh, it used to have a 17 hour cutoff. It's now a 24 hour cutoff. Wow. I made the 17 hour cutoff. And then I'm 1655. I think 1650 or something. Like, Jeez, I just that's a tough cutoff. That must be yeah. a lot of DNF there. There is, it is. With that 17-hour cutoff, it was actually ranked the number one or the hardest 100K in the world at yeah. one point. With the 24 well, they should have kept it like that then. They should they still, still claim that. No, <laughs> <ain't> anymore. <laughs> I know, you know, it's like you, you got to live up to that, that legs, but they did have, uh, so that actually used to have a 15-hour cutoff. And if you make the 15-hour, you get a special medal that says Legends. That's a wow. Legends medal. They get two medals. Uh, they don't have it for the 17-hour cut. Well, I ran the race in 2018 as well. Um, and then I took a fall down Constantia Neck and I tore two uh, tendons off my um, Achilles. I was oh. actually out for eight. Yeah, I was out for like Ouch. three months. And then I ran my first comrades the year afterwards. So, uh, <laughs> I pulled the clutches to comrades in six months. So I was pretty happy about that. Yeah. Now let's move on to Cappadocia, which yeah. you've done before. So what what brought you there the first time? Um, like I told you guys in on um, in uh, when we met you in the airport, it's it's I needed this race to qualify for for Western states and for S for South African trail runners, it is going to Turkey is the cheapest for us. It's it's like yeah, it's it's like going down to to the states for you guys. It's like right. quick pop over and it's, it's one of the more affordable races on the calendar yeah. as well yeah. so if i'm looking to travel anyway next year it's like okay cool let me just do this race very very quickly get it done and then yeah yeah okay um so yeah i did i ran it before i loved it i found it extremely difficult i overcooked it i'm not gonna lie but uh <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was coming back for for some revenge this year yeah. And you certainly did, because you took it over an hour yeah. off your time. Because you stayed at the yeah, start of the back of the pack. <laughs> I know. I know. Pac-Man. Pac-Man's working, guys. Yeah. It's, a, it's a little secret. I'm telling you, just stay there and just fucking chomp away. Like, <laughs> I, want, I, I, will, I, will, like, I won't deny the fact that every time I started passing people, I looked at the number and like, see what color is. Like, okay, that's another one. That's another one. <laughs> You can't remember all their numbers. I tried that myself. I can't remember their numbers. <laughs> can't remember them, but I know that the blue ones were for the 119, and then the orange ones were for the. But it's like, damn it, your orange one, you're not worth my while. I just kept saying, like, yes, another blue one. My while. <laughs> we played a lot of leapfrog in that race too. Yeah, well, that's the thing. We yeah. we were with somebody for most. A lot of people in the beginning, they, I kept telling Jody, let's see them at 30K. Yeah. Let's see what happens okay. to them. Yeah. They disappear. They disappear. Yeah. They disappear. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And 100%, 100%. Like, even on the even on the 119, I was like, I saw people that would come into the aid station after me and they would leave before me. And I was like, yeah, I'll see you later. Don't you worry. And I'll catch them <laughs> and then I'll never see them again. Um, it's just like people not taking their time to the aid station. It's like, guys, I, I know this course is going to get hot. Calm down. You still got another hundred k's to go. So only twenty k's in. Yeah. So, yeah. And but the yeah, eight yeah, stations are somewhat far apart. I at least they were for us. Yeah. But it's a, it's a good chunk of time. So you have to really make Hundreds. sure you're you're uh, loaded up when you leave. Hundred um, percent. I think the nice thing about the the one nineteen is that and running it before I knew that I knew where the aid station was at 60 Ks, right? So I knew that I only needed to stock for X amount of hours. Um, and carrying half my stuff there and half, but I also knew how well stocked the aid stations were. So mm -hmm. I could, I could bank on the fact that I could get some extra carbs, extra energy, some bonus stuff 
anything uh, um, at these aid stations at, I think it was kilometer 40, just before the aid station, my one soft flask actually popped. So I was running with one. God, I was like, this is so negative right now. But anyway, my one soft flask popped. So what I was doing is like, uh, I was using Tailwind Nutrition. So I would mm -hmm. fill up a, um, a sachet with a bottle, down that at the aid station, then fill it, fill it up again. So I take that with me. And that's how I was getting in my, in my carbs. Yeah. Uh, it's just about like adapting to the situation time to get through. And then like taking three Red Bulls with me at each aid station. Like, ah, oh, these are, this has 15 grams of carbs. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> just down it. Well, thanks to you guys. When we got to the first aid station, all that was left was three crackers. And banana yeah, peels. <laughs> yeah, but you guys are also dining 38 Ks. You don't need it. You're fine. <laughs> That's true. We don't need it. That's true. But we were expecting a little bit more. I was hoping to get some cake. <laughs> so quite a bit of people eating cake. I don't know how you guys get the cake down. I'm like, that's so dry, guys. Cake and, so and uh, Red, Bull. Red Bull. Cake and Red Bull. Cake and Red Bull. Ooh, I'm going to tie that on my next long run. Let's see that works. <laughs> we were really impressed with how well organized it was. Yeah. Um, I said that the last time that I was there and um, compared to... The UTCT that I'd done the year before, it was so much better. UTCT is better organized now. I'll tell you that much. Like it's got leaps and gains, right? Uh, leaps and bounds, sorry. But it's still like, it's amazing how well Cappadocia is done, organized, and everything is just like on point every single time. And again, I think they've got a beautiful running community over there as well. Mm -hmm. And they, everybody's helping each other. And I loved how friendly that the a people at the A station were and the volunteers. Yes. Uh, they would usually sit down and they would just like, what do you need? And just start grabbing your stuff and putting in like, okay, I need this and that and that. Um, even especially at night for the 119k guys, the uh, the A stations were super amazing, like pumping you up, cheering you on as you come in, start clapping. And I think that was it was a real motivator because, you know, that's just the one thing about the um, Cappadocia is that for. For 60 kilometers, you're running with so many people who's got, it's, it's CUT plus CMT, right? Yes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, for the last 56, you're alone. Uh, and it, it's, it's a mind shift. It's an yes. absolute mind shift. The next time you see people is probably either because you're chasing down one or two people, or you're going to get to the aid station where someone's either left before you can try and catch up with them, or you've left together. Uh, yeah. But a lot of that 56 kilometers, you are running solo alone. Wow. And That's it's, interesting. It's, it's really tough. Yeah. It's really, how, really tough. How was the beginning when you got to run through Love Valley and seeing the hot air balloons? Because we missed that. Uh, yeah, so I actually, there's a beautiful, there's actually a really cool picture of me running past and all the balloons are up, which I was really, really stoked about because last time I ran, there, was, there wasn't one picture of me. I was like, oh, this is bullshit. Yeah, it wasn't one picture. <laughs> this time I was hunting. My beyond was hunting. There's like thousands of pictures. And I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> and it's one with all the balloons. I was like, oh, it was awesome. It's such a really cool picture. But just seeing that, and I knew that I was going to see it because I saw it the last time. Yeah. Um, so seeing it for the second time and being at the back and being like, okay, cool, I'm not going anywhere. Just take this all in, actually. Actually, the first time I took, I took my phone out and started taking pictures of the stuff while I was going. But it's just, just, it's just really, really beautiful to watch. So, yeah. It's such a different scenery. Like it's not, you can't replicate that scenery anywhere else no. in the world. No, definitely not. So what ticket races do you have now? What, what races did you do to get your Western States tickets? So far, only Cappadocia twice now, um, yep. and UTCT and Cutcliffe. Those are the, my four that I've done. I'll be doing UTCT 100 miler in end of this month as well. So oh, you be, are? Yeah, I'm doing the 100 miler, the first one, and that will be my 2024 ticket so okay. Cappadocia this will be 2023 and then all done 2020 UTCT for 2024 so um, when did western states get on your radar uh four five years ago i think um <laughs> yeah I, I think at the end of the day it was i was just watching some things obviously ryan had one in 2017 and yeah. then i started doing my research and stuff like that and it just looked amazing it was one of the i think it was one of the first 100 milers that I had heard of and then obviously did my research and I was like, I have to do this race. And I'm one of those people like, if I say I'm going to do something, I have to do it. It doesn't matter. Obviously, I've seen UTMB. I've seen the others. I've seen Hard Rock and I would love to do to run a, a, a Hard Rock qualifier as well one day because I would love to go and do that. But for me, it's about Western States. It's, to me, it's Holy Grail. Like, 
you haven't you haven't you, you can't put yourself out to tail down unless you've done western states that's in my opinion you know <laughs> You can have all the stuff. You can run UTMB like three or four times. Like fantastic, good for you. I want it on Western States. Western yeah. States to me means everything. I'm just, I'm just, I'm blown away by the community. I'm blown away by how everything done there. How how they treat the, the guys that are coming in from from overseas and help them out. Because I mean, a lot of people pitch up there with just themselves, just as a diner, and then they have crews. People help like volunteer to crew them, and it's like you don't oh, get yeah. that anywhere else. Yeah, I think that's that's just super amazing. We can tell you all the things because Norm, we were just there. Norm did it this year. I know. <laughs> yeah, you saw the backpack in the airport. <laughs> and you asked me, how do I get one of those? <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> but you're so right. You're yeah. so right. They treat the internationals like gold. Their own dinner. They just get for your own dinner. <laughs> yeah. At Western, you submit a bio of what you want them to say about you when you cross wow. the finish line they talk about every single person so wow you're, you're, once you get on the track you're a star you're a star you're okay. and your family can be watching <laughs> it from home and it is yeah. unbelievable experience yeah. so we're rooting for you and Thank you're gonna you. get in soon <laughs> i hope so I, if you I need a pacer hey okay. oh yeah oh pacer. yeah <laughs> guys i'm literally gonna call on you there don't make promises you can't get as soon as i get it i'm gonna send you guys an email like boom you guys made promises okay <laughs> you guys made promises no backing out now all right so you're sponsored by asics and you also do some coaching is that right yeah, I'm an Essex front runner. Um, so I'm part of their brand ambassadorship uh, program across the globe. So yeah, it's mostly pro promoting the brand, promoting their lifestyle. Uh, I've been with them since the uh, beginning of this year. Uh, the brand has supported me in everything that I wanted to do. I'm not a professional athlete. Um, so I don't get flown around the world. Everything that I want to do is like I do on my own accord, but they're more than happy, uh, happy to like kick me out. And I just write reviews, etc. And it's a really, really great brand. I just love the the lifestyle and the motto that they set and the way that they, they come across to the rest of the trail running community. Right. Um, yeah, I've been coaching for about, what, four years now as well. I got into it when I was when I, when I self-taught and just like reading and stuff like that. Yeah. I did a little bit of a short course at our sports science institute here. And then most of it's just from experience. I was actually talking about this to someone today when I was running. It's a lot of experience, what I've learned over the over my years of running and what's worked and what hasn't worked. Yeah, I've got a couple of athletes that I've that I got 10 athletes that went to comrades this year. Every nice. single one of them finished. Um really, really happy. I got quite a bit of personal base. So very, very happy with, with some of the results. And then on, on the day of Altitel Cappadocia, I had something like 15 to 20 people, can't remember the exact number, running the um, Cape Town Madison this year. So ah. yeah, yeah, really, really cool. I was, I, really, I think when I was injured for the past, uh, for the beginning of this year, one of the things that motivated me to get back strong is, is having those athletes and watching them succeed and uh, being part of, the, of, the, of their training. And right. just wanted to be out there and learn. so yeah, it was really, really cool. Motivating. Might be a little selfish too. They, they motivated me, but it was it's just a part of the community. And then I also have a run crew, guys. I have like I have this most amazing run crew. Um, it's called Must Love Hills. Love the name. And we like two, yeah, <laughs> uh, we we we're 250 people strong. Um, we got a really good social media presence, and it's it's just about our community. It's about giving back to our community, raising funds, raising awareness for charity, and just and bringing people onto the onto the trails as well as running, just starting them from scratch. So yeah. amazing. Very good. That's awesome. And what Thank about you. You. bucket list races other than Western? What's what's on your um, to do list? Mount Fuji. <sighs> yeah, I would love to go to Fuji uh, and, and tick that one off. Um, before COVID hit, plan was to hit Tarawera in New Zealand. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, but it's just it's super expensive. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, after Western States, if I ever get in, but I will start. If I don't get in this year, I will look at starting. I will start collecting stones mm -hmm. um, and, and get over to to UTMB eventually. But again, like I said, it's. For me, it's more important to get into Western states. Yeah. Um, so I'll start doing that. And then one of the things that I, that I was checking out, because I saw that, that hard rock opened and I went to go look at the qualifiers and they don't have many qualifiers. So I was, I was checking that out and saying, okay, cool. Maybe I should run a qualifier there. And then I know that m my coach has had um, someone done um, Leadville as well as mm -hmm. 
as as Western states. So he's definitely looking for someone to run hard rock. So I'll maybe get like that. that if I can get into that, then like you know, bring the metal home for him and see if he can get his, his combo. Yeah. Uh, like a full set. I would also like one of one of my one of my dream races is definitely um um Medieta Altertel. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> we just chatted with someone who did that one. That looks amazing, okay. and yeah. it's right up your alley because it looks so yeah. technical. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I like the technical vibes. Like, give me Absolutely. that. Give, yeah. me, give me some poles. Give me some wizard sticks, and let me go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what about Harikana? You mentioned Harikana. I did. Yes. So yes, that's that's right. It was on my list. Um, again, also before before Alter Tail, um, before the before the pandemic. But like I said, like with the pandemic, it was it's so difficult for us to get over to 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 Canada. Uh, it's definitely there. But I've kind of put it on the back foot because I was gonna, I wanted to go and do it this year, um, mm. but instead we chose to go to 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 Cappadocia instead. But I'll definitely look at maybe the next year or the year after, most probably the year after, and see if I can get get over there because it would be it would be nice to travel west. And like I told you on on Instagram when we were chatting, uh, it would be nice to see my family in there, not them coming here, but actually me going there for a chance. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And then we'll show you our trails. Yes. <laughs> Damn right you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, before your battery runs out, we do a little um, quick fire, rapid fire questions to end Ooh. our podcast. And I don't want this to cut out without saying hi to Kelly. So if she's there, please Hey, Kelly. Oh. <laughs> nice to see you. I wanted to quickly Hi, ask guys. you. I wanted to quickly ask you. You were helping that runner as you're as I passed you with, towards the end. Towards yeah. the end. Do you remember that you were helping someone walk or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It was a friend of ours that we actually. Um, I'd had quite a rough race myself with like nausea and like just struggling oh, okay. a little bit, and um, I finally was like getting over it and. And then I just happened upon a friend of mine who was just struggling and cramping and Aww. and we, we just like, we saw each other and he was just like, oh my gosh, like I saw his eyes light up when he realized, <laughs> actually, Aww. if we stick together, we can finish this thing. And it was an am amazing experience. It's amazing when you realize like if you help somebody else and support other people out on the trails, like the joy that comes from that. And yes. when we finished and we got our medals, it was like the biggest smile I've ever seen on someone's Aww, face. So <laughs> it so was awesome. really, really worth it. Yeah. That's great. Well done. <laughs> Thanks, I guys. Wanted to, I wanted to find you after and ask you that. So I'm glad I, I asked you now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Thanks, right. guys. Okay. So here's our rapid fire because I know it's getting late there too. Uh, what's the last okay. concert you went to? Oh damn! It. Um, actually, I was supposed to go to Justin Bieber in September, but the damn ca concert was cancelled. I was so upset. Who? So, I've been waiting so long to see him. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Who's that? He's Canadian, you guys. Know who He's Canadian. That is. He cancelled uh, so many concerts. <laughs> damn it! Uh, the last concert I went to was, uh, I think, it was John Bon Jovi. Oh wow! Oh, nice, nice. In the eighties. I wish. <laughs> no, that was about five years ago. I haven't been to any concerts since. Um, no, yeah. no, it's tough, right? Yeah. Okay. Favorite type of vacation? Vacation. Mm, <laughs> of course. Anywhere where I'm going to go do a tail done. <laughs> Are you superstitious? No. No? Okay. Uh, what's your go-to snack at an aid station? Biscuits or um, if they have a uh, clementine or some oranges. Mm. Yeah. I yes. like fruit. Okay. And, oh, salted potatoes. Oh, yes. <laughs> How about pickle juice? You tried that? Oh, yeah, no. I'm <laughs> no. I don't like pickles at all, but people swear by it because of the salt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's inspired, you know, I'm open to it. Okay, give me your favorite South African curse word. <laughs> Puss. Puss, what does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? It's, it has multiple meanings, okay? <laughs> um, but it's referring to a woman's vagina. It's a very ugly way to refer to a woman's vagina. Okay. Very right. good. Very yeah. good. So when you stop, you, say, you stop your toe in the trail, you stop your toe in the trail. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also, like, if you say, like, you, like people will kill you if you say your masapus, because in Afrikaans that means your mother's vagina, but Ooh. very oh, neat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't say Note that. to self, never <laughs> say, say that, that when we're in never South Africa. <laughs> yeah. And oh, I've got a very, I've got a, I've got a terrible mouth, guys. Like I, I'm so bad. Like uh, 
I'm, I'm, I've been biting my tongue. I'm holding back. I will always slip in a swear word. So <laughs> it's okay on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we are foul mouth bastards. I'll tell you that much. We, we care nothing. Fuck is an adjective, guys. It's an adjective. <laughs> <laughs> What's another sport you'd like to excel in? Um. Mm, wow. Uh, it's probably. Oh my god. Like, Cool. I love, I love, I love, I love snooker. Snooker. Ah, snooker. Is, is that a sport yeah. or is that a game? <laughs> Actually, I was doing a general knowledge quiz the other day, and do you know that darts players walk twenty-five kilometers in a, in a tournament? Whoa! Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On average, in a okay. full tournament, wow. they walk twenty-five k. Right, right. And final question, Norm, take it away. Name a superpower. No, pick one. Oh, pick a superpower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you'd want. Um. Oh shit! C can I say that never getting tired? Like you know, so I can just run all day. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be a superpower. <laughs> yeah, just never getting tired. Just keep going. Fun times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been so much fun. It's so nice to see you again, and Kelly. Hundred percent. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Like I'm super honored, and I really like. I didn't expect this. And thanks so much for finding me and reaching out. I will tell you this. I was telling someone about me being on the podcast today and how we met in the airports and stuff like that. And then when I saw you guys at the, um, in, the in the town square, and I don't know, I just hugged you guys. I was like, I just feel like I needed to hug you guys. Like, I didn't even know you from a bar. I'm like, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's that's that's what it's about, and that's what tail running is about, and that's what tail running does for the people in the community all over the world. And like we are one big family, and everybody's there supporting and helping each other. And it's like thanks so much for reaching out. Like I know that we'll always be in contact and stuff like that. So absolutely, awesome. Thanks, guys. Absolutely, right. we'll and we will be coming to South Africa yes. without a doubt. Damn, well, you better. And like you guys have to hold your promise that you will be seconding me at at, uh, at uh, Western States. If you guys need a place to stay, we have. <laughs> Two extra rooms, so you guys accommodation is sorted. Oh, All right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. us, guys. Thank Chuck you so us. much, man. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. People. Bye. Yeah, there you have it. <laughs> energy. Oh my gosh, so fun! And at ten o'clock at night too, he's still like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was so fun! I loved catching up with them. And he was very excited to be on his on our podcast, his first podcast. That's right. Yeah, and great story. You yeah. haven't been running that long. No, and how we started, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And how we describes each race in South Africa. Very detailed. Very detailed for that ultra trail. <laughs> I was expecting, you know, a couple sentences of description. And wow, he's like, must have a photographic memory because he described it very much so in detail, which I was actually hoping for because I think, you know, when you have a race that far away, people may not be familiar with the terrain. And, and even if you look at it on YouTube, yeah, videos of it. It's not as... Uh, what do they feature? Everyone high-fiving at the finish line or this and that. Yeah, certain clients. So, so yeah. here you go. Now he's giving you the the real deal. Doesn't that make you want to go? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about on t top of some mountain. It's like, what? Tabletop, uh, yes. Yeah, it's very famous. Is it? Uh, it is famous. Uh, okay. Yes. Well, I'll get there. <laughs> but we, we were going to go anyways to do the sh shark diving, but now we have more reasons to go. Hey, well, I guess we're being going to be there for more than a month. Anyway, that's the... Uh, that was Mike. That was Mike. Yeah. So fun. And stay tuned to what's coming up next on our next podcast. You'll find out. We are your hosts, Jody and Norman. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Please visit our website, gotterunracing.com, for more details and join us on social media at Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our channel by joining us on Patreon. All of the links can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Cheers.